0: Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, a betting site with a difference. Not only are we offering the best available odds on a United win, we've also got exclusive special bets created by Reds. And as we share half our net profits with the United supporters community, no matter what, the fans can always end up winning. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app, Red Army Bet, about fans, by fans, for fans. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast, I'm Andy Mitten and I'm in a pretty dreary looking Brighton. When this fixture was, uh, came out in June I thought Brighton, uh, which quickly became Brighton on a Sunday afternoon in August, I thought it's got potential to be brilliant. As we know from last season, Brighton away can be anything but brilliant. But I got here very, very early, the game kicks off at four and I was in Brighton at 930 And went straight to Weatherspoons for one of their breakfasts. And it's full of United fans from from all over the place. Great to see. Just had a really good chat with some of the Cockney Reds. Old firm Cockney Reds who've been going for years and years. And it's just, you know, no matter what happens today, I'm glad that I've seen them, lads. And that that really strong community exists watching Manchester United. And you're laughing about times gone by and talking about people who maybe passed away or no longer go and there's a real bedrock of really good football support for Manchester United and as I was walking down towards the Weatherspoons where I I am now pumped into a group of lads some of them have been on the podcast before and they've flown in from Ireland this morning and because Brighton's so convenient for Gatwick Airport you can basically do it in and out uh,
1: from a day Where are you from? What's your name? Yeah, John Finnegan's my name, Finno. Most of the lads call me and I'm from Wicklow Town in Ireland. And we spoke to you at the end of... start of February, Palace Away, outside the Turnstiles, didn't we? Yeah, that's it, yes. Similar type of a trip for us via Gatwick um, and a relatively short train journey. So it's it's a good trip to come over for once you can get started for a ticket. What time did you wake up this morning? Yeah, so I got up at half four and um, left the house at 20 to or sorry 10 to 5 and then it was in dublin Airport, parked the car 10 to 6 and i was over in the terminal five past six for a seven o'clock flight so have it fairly have it fairly sorted now in terms of the timing of itself so bar, bar accidents on the on the road or anything like that so
0: your timing sound almost exactly the same as mine <laughs> this morning it was up yeah. at 4 a.m uk time but yeah straight in very little
1: margin and you go back tonight Back to now, yeah. What uh, time? The flights at 5 to eleven, so uh, yeah, we're with, with Air today. Re- mainly do Ryanair. This just happened to be a, a, a better time and price, probably as well. Play, play, How much have you paid today? Day? I paid two hundred and forty-two pounds.
0: That's probably the most I've yeah, paid. Yeah. Even well, though I was in Manchester all the last week, it's just August is a busy and expensive time to fly.
1: Yeah, uh, this it was one of the more expensive ones yeah. now. From from my point of view, so I was eighty euros right. 81 euros return um, Sunday it flights, that sounds really cheap it, it, it's cheap but I mean like <laughs> I, I've got I managed to get um, uh, the Burnley game booked via Liverpool for 28 euro to yes, Liverpool yeah. and I ha- yeah. have the trains the trains via Manchester Victoria booked for less than 20 so I'm going to get I'm, I'm going to get from Dublin to Burnley for less than 50 euro which I think is is is, is quite good. <laughs> one some, of my better ones. <laughs> some of the lads with you, they got up even earlier today. Yeah, we've lads lads here with me from Limerick. Um, he's he's up at one one o'clock to get the bus up to Dublin Airport because he's sometimes there are options for them to fly from Cork or Shannon, but very often they might have to go via Dublin. So that means for them, for that early morning flight, it means getting the bus up literally overnight so just weighing up you mentioned Cork I've never been to Cork
0: weighing up whether to go next month for the the Liam Miller game it's sold out. Incredible crowd.
1: Forty five thousand tickets at yeah. the new Gaelic football stadium there. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. And, and, and yeah, I suppose the other the, the other amazing part that I, I suppose it shows the, the I suppose the, the level of support that people want to give for the occasion is that it's a Tuesday afternoon at three o'clock, you know, which like it, it's still a working day in, 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 in Ireland and, and, and so that that considering that quite a lot of the crowd would probably be travelling to it, you know obviously a good a good proportion of it we will be local Cork um, people but there'll be a good a good, good crew travelling from all over Ireland but both from the United let's say perspective but also from support for you know the Cork the Ireland connection there for Lane Miller so it's it's amazing really like that you know usually these things are run at the weekend but they why is it 3pm on a Tuesday afternoon I, 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 I think maybe just with other events on and you know international well, why not 7.30 at night there no floodlights there. Oh, personally, I don't know for definite. No, it's, it's probably to do with the fact that they want to toy in a function after it, you know, right. a dinner, and that kind of thing with the players, you know, with the ex-players and all. So I'd say they want to have that in the evening time, so obviously they can have the game and then move on to something at half, seven, eight, or whatever. And probably, I'm sure they they sell tickets for the for the charity, and and I'd say that was part of of what they were. And thinking. all the
0: money's going to Liam's family, so, yeah, and local yeah, yeah.
1: charities. Yeah. So yeah, I know it's, it's it sounds like it's. Going to be a great occasion, um, like Saint Eirlys, I haven't quite committed to going down to because I'm, I, I, I probably would look and see what way the league cup drives that week. United could be playing that night. The yeah, United the Tuesday. The if it's on the, if we're playing on the Wednesday, we'll see. I, I'll, I'll probably be, although the tickets are sold out, uh, you know. I'm sure be able to, to, yeah. to pick up a ticket because some people may have just bought it to support the cause and then you know so uh, hopefully hopefully if it did decide to go down you know that, that wouldn't be wouldn't be a problem Did you come to Brighton last season?
0: Yeah I was here it was here in May It was a nice your least forgettable Manchester United game or in a top
1: five of the least forgettable <laughs> games I Absolutely I, I was just saying to you that, that lo- lovely stadium and a lovely yeah, you know, it was a lovely venue and that day actually was it was a really nice day it was a bank holiday weekend over here I think wasn't it yeah. so um, was it, it was a, it was a it was all set for a, for, no, for a yeah Friday night occasion, but the game was totally forgettable. It was probably just it was probably just it was in keeping with the way the season ended. I think for us, you know, it's sort of it was a nothing performance really, and the fact that we lost probably I think most fans went out that night. Normally you're you're kind of upset if you've been beaten, but it was sort of a feeling of uh, you know, so what? You know, it's it's not made any real difference to the to the end game. In the no
0: league. way would anyone stand for a repeat of that today.
1: No chance. No, it just got to be mild, mild better. Yeah, and I suppose based on last week, we we don't know. Obviously, the team, some players will be a little bit fitter, and 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 that. So you'd like to think there'll be a little bit more buoyancy about the performance, um, but. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic
0: uh, I, I got told that Brighton were not great at Watford last week by a Watford fan
1: and you've got to win these type of games you just have to yeah I mean absolutely and, and whatever, whatever chance we have or hope we have of, of, of you know Staying involved in the title race, like you're right, this this is a game. I mean, you don't want to lose ground early on. Some teams are going to make quick starts, and and although I know last week, you know, it, it was good to win the game, but there was and there was some good signs, but there were also some signs that you know we're certainly not quite there in terms of where everybody thinks we should be. But maybe that's something that we we might see a little bit more from the players today. I hope so. But a lot of it's down to the the you know the manager's instructions I suppose you know whether we like it or not it's, it's it's down to the way he wants the team to play in these games we'll have loads of post-match reaction on this podcast and you mentioned the manager the last few
0: days he's done a flurry of interviews with a very positive message and that contrasts sharply with what he was saying while the transfer window was open and I think it's I don't think there would have been any harm in him speaking during the tour, and I said that on these podcasts, but I'm pleased he's come out fighting and having a bit of a dig at City and talking up the positives and accentuating them because there are many at Manchester United at the moment, and if the manager appears moody and defeatist, I don't think it helps anybody. So he's come out now. And he's, he's talking a good story now, which is what you want from Manchester United manager. If you'd lose your first 10 games, then maybe adopt a more negative tone. But one game in the season, having won it, go
1: for the positives. Yeah, and and, and and as you said I, I don't care what, what anyone says but that has to transmit to the players You know, of it, it does. If, if he's been a bit more positive the players are, go, are going to get a lift from that and, and, and I think as you said the, regardless of whether we strengthened enough most people will, will be of probably the correct view that we didn't strengthen enough in terms of what we need to do to bridge the gap but we still have a good squad and we've got good players if we can just get them playing that's, that's my view and Pogba
0: That issue has has not gone away and Mourinho has come out and said absolutely no problems. I'm slightly circumspect when I see that because their relationship could have been far better this year. I'd love them to work it out. I'd love them and it helps both of them if they've got a good relationship because he's on his way to becoming the most important player at the club and if he can get on with the manager. And I don't buy the line that they're, they're dead and buried either. I uh, just think they've they've had issues and hopefully they can they can work them out. But it surprises me sometimes the reaction from United fans, how many of them believe what they want to believe when he comes out and says there's absolutely no problems whatsoever, everything's perfect and journalists who've written the stories with good sources as well being told ah you're lying, you're making things up and sometimes and, and I'm a journalist myself, I see fans. If you write something they agree with, you're the best journalist in the world. And if you write something they disagree with, you're the worst journalist in the world and and, and know nothing. And I think as a journalist, your job is to tell the truth and
1: sometimes fans want a version of the truth even if it's not the truth yeah and I mean where was concerned I'm a big fan of him you know I'm not I try to disregard all of the, the stuff that goes on around just purely in terms of, of, of his football ability and what he brings to the team But oh, and, and like what we saw last Friday was a great boost like he, I, I had a little bit of a boost going in when I heard he was playing and I, you know, and, and the fact he was captain I think gave everybody a little captain, bit of a lift Captain penalty bang yeah. it Everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it was I, needed. It was, and and, and needed, as you said, for everybody. And look, there is a little bit of a sideshow going on, and some of it might be agent-related, and some of it could be could be whereby you know somebody's touting for a bit of extra money and all that kind of stuff. That's possibly gone. It's Barcelona
0: link, it, you know. I'm probably go to twenty twenty-five Barcelona games a season. I've got very good contacts there, I've had them for a long time. I cannot find even a cent of a Pogba trail. Yeah. I can't find anybody. So I'm not saying it's never going to happen. And if you pull Pogba, the idea of playing with Messi in Camp now would certainly hold appeal, but there's no side briefings going on that we're going to go for Pogba in, in January. And I'm not sure Barca could even afford it. No. Because they've got... No, I spoke to very, very good people there six months ago and they said we need to trim our, our wage bill
1: down. Yeah. So, yeah, and and look, all we need to do... Where Pogba's concerned, it's just—it's almost like a game to game. Hope that when he goes out, he's, he's consistent. I think that's the one thing that he's missing from—is consistency. Yeah. And if if he can, if he can, you know that that old saying—if he does a seven or eight or you know, a ten, you know—I think we'd be in a lot better a lot better place. And and hopefully that. It, it, whatever's going on going on to the side he can just forget about it when he plays I mean once this I, I don't like you I don't believe he's he's, he's not going to go anywhere like before the end of the, the European transfer window or whenever it is so, so like really all he should do is between now is, is concentrating his football certainly between now and Joe I don't believe he's going to go anywhere I know United won't sell him I, know. No. I
0: said this in April I, I said they will not sell Martial
1: yeah.
0: and people say no he's going to Juventus or this Italian journalist said he's doing this and that and you're wrong I said they will not sell him. And I'm not saying is going to stay at Manchester United forever, but just as it's difficult for United to prize players away from other clubs, it's very difficult for to get players out of Manchester United unless they
1: really, really push and want to go. Yeah, and obviously and there's financial you know, considerations there as well. United are big players, good players as well, but it's playing for the club as well. You like to think that that still holds you know, a good bit of sway where a player's concerned, but players want to play. I, I just think that the, the challenge, and Pogba will be a big part of this from, from the manager's point of view, I think he, he, one of his challenges is to get... Players playing get a system that suits the players we have, you know, your your Sanchez and people like that. We're obviously not seeing the best of them. And there's probably one or two others as well. Even Rashford and, you know, and Marshall, if he does come back in, we need to get the best out of them in some sort of a system that that, that works for, for, for what the manager wants to do and for what the players want to want, want want to achieve. Because players want to play well, don't they? They want they want to be seen, they want to be seen as as the players in form. So it's in everybody's interest to do. So hopefully, it's, I, I don't know about today because I mean it depends what way Brighton set up and what their ambitions are for the game today. Like, and are they going to maybe just be a little bit, you know, cautious and, and set up maybe to, to sort of not lose to Manchester United today rather than go out and try and beat them? And you know, for us, maybe you know we, we have to respond to that. Like, and so, but definitely, it's, it, as you said earlier, it, it, it's a game I think we really, really could deal with getting the three points just to keep that going. Thank you for your time. Cheers, Andy. Thanks.
0: Walking through the lanes, which is a beautiful part of Brighton. It's probably my fourth visit to Brighton, and I've never been to the lanes before. It's some tight-knit shopping areas with nice, smart shops and... Of old traditional pubs. I'm with Lars Morton, who is from United Scandinavian Supporters Club, and he's been travelling to United games since '77. Tell us about your journey to Brighton, Lars. This one.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Came here last night. Well, I mean, night. you can tell me about Brighton in the FA Cup final in '83 if you want, but let's stick to this one for now. Yeah. See
2: yeah. the wind coming in off the sea? It, is, it is strong wind. Uh, came here. Last Staying in the Brighton Hotel, original name, and uh, flying back tomorrow. How are you feeling about United
0: this season and how many games would you try and get to from Norway
2: this season? Let's stand in the shelter here. I usually try to get around 10 games, yeah. but uh, the, the flight tickets, for, for some reason, are much more expensive this season, so I don't know how many I'll manage. And you've been averaging 10 games a season yeah. for how long? Um, for um, late late 90s. Really? Yeah. And before that, it was more difficult to, yeah. to come... Before yeah. the budget airlines. Yeah, yeah, exactly, that was,
0: exactly. The first time I remember a budget airline was a pre-season to Milan in 96. And we got the first ever EasyJet plane. And one of my mates um, stood up and said, this is just an airline for peasants which will never take off, I'm never coming with them again he's called Rob Patterson he may or not be responsible for doing the subscriptions to United we stand and he's done a fantastic <laughs> job doing the subscriptions for a long time but yeah, he said he was never going on EasyJet again and he, he doubted the future success of that company which has been one of the most successful British companies of the last, <laughs> the last 20 years, uh, more successful in recent years than Manchester United, how are you feeling about the
2: team this um. Well, uh, I don't think we'll uh, win the league. Unfortunately, I hope I'm wrong, but um, it's uh, we, we, we need some good results now. Uh, need a win today, and need a win against Tottenham. And if we can get that, we, we'll uh, we'll have a good start and and um, take it from there. Is Mourinho the right man? Yeah, I think so. Why? Uh, because he, he's a winner. He's a proven winner. And, and I can't really see any other options now. I didn't expect Brighton in August to be like this. It's windy. It's overcast. It's not really the nicest
0: day. When you first started coming to England, you t- 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 took the ferry, didn't you? Yeah. The so yeah. flights were so prohibitively mm. expensive. Let's just get further into this
2: doorway to avoid the, the wind, because it picks up on the, on the podcast. What was your first journey like to England? How old were you? Uh, I was sixteen. Right. Uh, me and uh, me and a friend, and we took a twenty-four-hour ferry from uh, Gothenburg to Felixstowe. So you went from Norway to Gothenburg, then to Felixstowe, and then from Felixstowe to where uh, Manchester? To, to, no, to to London. But who were United playing? Tottenham away. Did you have a ticket? Uh, we, was it paying we, we just paid at the door right. didn't have a ticket in before we got there was it dangerous
1: because there was
2: problems it, around that time wasn't it, there? it was some it was some trouble but, but we didn't know did, that did you start it <laughs> no we, we were watching
0: right but, but you didn't get in any trouble yourself because no. I remember you telling me once that some guys had come up to you young Norwegian lad it might not have been at that game and basically wanted to fight with you <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. Um, it. Happened happened a couple of times. It, it happened outside uh, White Hart that day too. How did you know you were United? Because I had a United scarf. And they come up to you. Yeah. Cockney men man. Yeah. And said, "Well, we're gonna kill you," right. they said. And and all of a sudden it was, you know, at first it was three or four, and then suddenly it was about forty. Against so, two young teenage Norwegians. Yeah, yeah. So what did you do? Fortunately, I copy saw them. Right. So we were saved that day. <laughs> it must have been a rude awakening. Yeah, me. yeah, it you was quite.
0: <laughs> uh. So I'm going to walk down now towards the pier, meet some other Manchester United fans. It, it started raining here. Good old Brighton by the sea. Good old Sussex by the sea, this things. not quite so great today. But the result of the game will determine whether this trip's a success or not. The game is finished. Brighton free. Manchester United 2 is absolutely crap. It was woeful, it was dreadful. The defense was awful in the first half. And I don't even know why there's a hint of humor in my voice. It's probably cuz I just got a message off Steve Armstrong who was supposed to do the podcast after the game from the monkey bus and he said he's run out of battery and it's probably a good thing, but I think it's a bad thing because I wanted to get the opinions of the ladies and gentlemen On the monkey bus But instead you've got me and James Scowcroft James uh, He he does know what he's on about He's played 300 top flight games Which is 300 more than I played And he's also A UEFA A licence coach And a
3: Manchester United fan He was in the away end James that was shit wasn't it? Yeah very poor Andy I think there's been some poor performances Over the last two or three years But I can't think of many that were worse than that today Um yeah, not many games that I've been to I see Man United where at half time he just knew the game was dead and over. You were in the away
0: and I was working. What was it like in the away and I saw it empty way before the end of the match.
3: It it's very, very good until Brighton scored the second, you know, I think just people Which was two minutes after the first. Yeah, exactly. So and then once that went in there's a lot of um, a lot of pissed off people, a lot of people that I think the the feeling was people's fears that this could be a long hard season came to reality today halfway through that first half because we needed to get a win against Leicester and
0: we got that win and it really lifted the mood after a pretty complicated pre-season but was that a sense of a dose of reality today
3: that this team isn't good enough to win the league I think so I think you've hit the nail on the head mate I don't think this team is anywhere near good enough To win the league And that's not because other teams are so much I just don't think it's got the quality I don't see I see a team of individuals I don't really see partnerships I don't see connections throughout the team You know, for for example If you look at Tottenham I think Harry Kane's a good player But he has a wonderful connection with Eriksen in midfield I just do not see any of those partnerships In the Man United team But there are a lot of good players in that team There are But there are also a lot of should they not be forming connections? They've played together for good periods of time. I mean, losing Sanchez was a blow if he is injured. If. Yeah, Sanchez is a strange one because I saw him play for Arsenal a few times. I thought he was a very, very good player and an excellent signing, but it just hasn't happened for him. So that that tells you that there are problems. There are problems at Manchester United. I, I actually think United struggles with width, but you can't really say that today because we had two natural fullbacks in, in positions. Um, I, I just think the problems are deep-rooted. I, I disagree. I don't think the Manchester United carry a lot of players who aren't top class. David De Gea, Paul Pogba, Romelu
0: Lukaku, Jesse Lingard's very promising, Nemanja Matic, the, the top players,
3: James. Antonio Valencia. Well, oh, that's five or six. You, you need 14, 15. So, do you think the players outside
0: of the top ones are nowhere near good enough?
3: Yeah. I, I, I... You know, look at look at the back four. You know, Ashley Young's had a fantastic career. He's been a brilliant player for Manchester United. Is is he uh, a Premier League winning fullback now? I think I think that's changed now. I think it's you know they've always been good on the ball. They've always been attacking uh, players, but you've now got to be an athlete as well uh, to to go with that that technicality that you, you have on the ball and I don't see that. I don't see that with either of our full-backs that they've got the physicality to, to go up and down and, and almost play left-back, left, left back, right-back, right midfield, left midfield and join in attack as well. I just don't think they've got it in them. I watched Kyle Walker last week for Manchester City. He was brilliant. Say no more. He was brilliant. So you go back to the days of Gary Neville and Gary Neville was one of the greatest right-backs to have seen. You know, would Gary Neville fit in today's modern day with the with the physicality maybe maybe he'd have players around him that, that, that could do that but the profile of the player is changing you mentioned
0: Gary one thing that he had was a determination and a drive which made him become a top player and a very successful player and when I looked at Manchester United today when they went two goals down I thought where is the drive to get this team back and it has been there I watched a rerun of the April Derby on that video documentary that City have done and, and it was there and when United went down well we were sat together at Palace uh, earlier on this year it was so bad in the first half and so good as in the second half but there was none of that today was there very little of it I think it was a shot from Pogba after 75 minutes and we, we should give Brighton some credit as well
3: yeah, fair play to Brian I thought they took the goals very well they, they had that little spell where they seized the moment as well I, I, I think there's there is a little bit of lack of belief at the moment in Manchester United and that comes from the supporters it comes from the club and it comes from the players as well that you know maybe they know that they're, they're not the best team in the, in the league The manager has done a
0: few interviews in recent days where he's got a happier picture and talks much more positively than he has done I spoke to him before the game today and I watched him afterwards and he said that he'd been too open when discussing players and tactics in the past and you sense that he's got a beef with certainly the London element of, of the media but he, does, he doesn't look happy. Maybe that's because his team's been beaten and there wouldn't be anything worse if he sat there beaming and, and smiling but does he strike you as someone who is enjoying his job or someone who is down and
3: frustrated with it? Well, he's a manager that's used to winning things, and I think he knows deep down that he's not going to win a lot with, with the current United side. Is that all down to him? I think some of it is. Um, don't think it all is, but you know, look, he, he's been at, at good clubs before. He's won titles, and I think he's a manager that knows that you know what he's got to work with isn't good enough. So where do United go from here? Because it's, it's a big season.
0: have got we've got the European draw coming up. Manchester United could draw Barcelona get absolutely mullered but no Mourinho he'll set a team up and get a 0-0 draw away from home and then well lose at Old traffic.
3: well <laughs> You know, the, the biggest thing about the manager he's been criticised for his style of football I actually don't think there's anything wrong with his style of football you know, defending deep and in, uh, catching teams on the counter-attack is one of the most exciting ways to play football but I don't think United have got the players to play on the counter-attack I don't think they've got the, the skill and the pace combined to, to do it I don't see it with the team today I, I can name some wonderful Man United goals where they've defended deep a uh, prime example was the Emirates Arsenal in the Champions League semi-final where everyone's back, they're defending a set-piece and then they spring it first, passing to g and Ronaldo and Rooney. Yeah, it's a wonderful way to play football but I don't think he's got the plans to, to do that. It's depressing, James, because a lot of money has been spent. I think
0: only City have spent more than United in the last couple of years and Mourinho would argue, well, I finished second in the league I, I didn't finish seventh Like some of my detractors will, will tell you And City might not be as successful As last year And Manchester United Might be better than they were last year But that defeat today It, it just sends out A real bad message Doesn't it? It's it just It's like back to last season When it's baffling That the team could go to Arsenal And win Go to Manchester City And win Beat Liverpool Beat Chelsea and then lose to the three promoted teams. Why is that happening?
3: I think it's a different game when you when you play teams that are promoted and you play teams in the top five or six. It's a different way. It's a different. Um, it's a different game totally. I, I just don't think United have got the finesse, the control, the quick feet, the speed, the balance in the final third that you need to break teams down like Brighton. And, and you're always going to you're always going to be susceptible for that that killer touch that's going to undo you really I don't think United can really come back at teams like they, they once could you know before we got in the car Andy I said to you tell me tell me, United's best 11 you know because I don't think the manager knows it I, I couldn't tell you what it is and I think there's 3,000 travelling fans a day that not many of them would get the same team
0: thank you for your time as we drive away from Brighton the sun's come out right at the end of the day in good old Sussex by the sea
4: Right, I tried my hardest to get out of this but uh, Andy was having none of it so we're, it's about it's about quarter past ten we're at some services on the M6 toll road and he's been bitching on at me to get some post-match so even though I've tried to dodge it uh, I just can't so uh, so here they am so anyway anyway, this lot I've had about five hours to try and digest what's just gone on at uh, Brighton where United got absolutely spanked uh, 3-1 Rick <laughs>
5: You're fucking
4: podcast Let, Late night podcast, yes, yeah, yeah. After dark, so you can say what you want.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> about what? About the game? You still on about the game? Well, I didn't do one. I was trying to get out. I came up with some bullshit excuse. I said my phone wasn't charged, and he said he just said we'll charge your phone and then do it later. So here we are. Uh, so, so there you go. Your attitude wasn't right, like
2: I. No, I wasn't right. The rest of our no, team, well, attitude wasn't right, exactly right. exactly, yeah, exactly yeah. that. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah no it was shit on it. Let's be absolutely <laughs> honest about it. it We're fucking miles behind. Right across the team I think mean, you know, Obviously the manager's got to take some blame But it's not just his fault I don't think today I think The, the team was just poor But the, the quality of players aren't there are they? The, To me the, It's a fucking sad state of affairs When Smalling and Jones are still Your two best centre-halves at the club Because The two out there today Are nowhere near United standard Did them um, But that team should still be Brighton Of course they should Yeah I mean fucking Glenn Murray shouldn't be causing anybody Any trouble Should they but <laughs> If yeah. fucking run rings around, doesn't it? Um I won't keep you for too long because it's late, but um, where do you uh, do you get the sense that things are just starting to turn against him a little bit? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, pre- the press want it to go against him, don't they? So as soon as you lose a game, it's all going to be piling on and that. But I think, to be honest, I think the game game's a big game now on that Monday night because I think, regardless of the result, they've got to put a performance in, haven't Because today... I'm not saying he's lost the dressing room but that sort of performance that's what people will say and if you have a couple more It's not like, Yeah it? if you have yeah. a couple more performances like, oh, that's what people will say so they need to start but the thing is is the they're not playing for to me. They don't need to play for the manager. They need to play for the fucking club. And, and they didn't show he was shy today. Um, full bus for the first game of the season oh, and a double one at that. It was a very full bus, yeah, yeah, with an upstairs, yeah. Um, yeah and uh, and make this your is it your fourteen for your fifteen season? Stupid, <laughs> 14 yeah, May, maybe my last. You never know. <laughs> it's in a bit. I don't know why, mate
4: yeah good mate that was, uh, it was hard work that was it shit was it, it I think it's all summed up by a text I got from my dad about 10 minutes ago right? and, oh where are you at Birmingham how oh, shit was that <laughs> that was yeah. a I got from my dad I think to be fair I think we've all uh, I think we've all had texts like that off our dads yeah. at some
0: point but yeah honestly to be honest I just don't really or just don't like him I don't want to put it down or anything but like you're giving up
4: on him now I gave up on him a long time ago honestly. so I just think it never fit It never fit There was never a match With United and Mourinho Like there's a history United It's attractive Attacking football And surely The board at United Knew that Mourinho it's, that's not what it's about. Do you know what I mean? It's just the thing is how. And I asked this question about everybody you ask a pop at Mourinho. Um, yeah. Who do you replace him with if that is the case? Exactly. I think Zidane's free, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? But it's just he's,
0: that's just easy to say. But I don't know. the thing well. is, all, it, I was as much as anyone. Mourinho came. I was on the bandwagon with everyone. I was buzzing, thinking, "Do you know what? We finally got him, big manager, and it doesn't seem to have happened." But
4: no, well, we got another three hours are getting absolutely smashed on the way back now, aren't we? It's <laughs> the important bit, uh, right? Who else? Who else have I spoken to here? Uh, I'm not. I'm not talking to him. Not a chance. Did you? Uh, did you manage to get anything out of them services?
6: Uh, we just got a, a fridge magnet. A fridge magnet. <laughs> yeah, for mum. Whenever I go away, my mum said "Like, get me a fridge magnet." So, uh, you didn't pay for it, did you? Well. Yeah, you know. I was going to, like, I was half tempted, but John walked in you were, there.
4: You and I up um, some tools when we when we saw you. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah, you, yeah. If you'd have got that
4: big socket set out of that service what would you have done with it?
6: Okay, <laughs> 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 we'll we'll make, make it, make it, make some shoes there, make some shoes and that all. But uh, John, John, like, he oh, went in oh, there. Oh, oh, oh do you mean do you mean anonymous? you mean Mr. X <laughs> yes yeah Mr. X yeah. Try,
1: worry, was he right. an accomplice no
6: yeah
3: yeah,
6: yeah. Uh, we, uh, we, we, we tried to slide it in the paper but the paper was fucking 375 oh, you're like oh, oh, on, my, oh, great, we're I put, put it in the, the paper I for the paper but the paper was doing the magnets 375 wasn't it fucking God you know
4: the world's the world's worst shop the world's worst shop we obviously we obviously don't condone this sort of stuff speaking of stuff we don't condone ready, how man, gash man. was that <laughs> fucking wank mate wasn't it <laughs> are you glad that uh, you decided at quarter to three this morning you were going to come today
1: well it was about ten o'clock in the night I'll just go home tonight now I'll get my head down then before I know it, it was six o'clock this morning oh, I'd, of that. I, wanna... I had to pretty much run out I got ready in about five minutes run outside the house before miss missed Kutima, yeah. come here and yeah, uh, good kit. Good to be fair, we got, we got off when well, it was nil-nil, so on as a, far as I've a, seen, I've seen us win one-nil on a, today.
4: On sca- <laughs> Last-minute
1: <laughs> if you if up you If you
4: compare how you felt today versus how I felt after me and you went to that Madness concert and then I went to Villa. It,
1: it, very, very... At least you saw a fucking win at the end of it. You know? <laughs> the worst thing is now, I feel better than I've done for about three days now, and like... Yeah,
4: well, that's about it. Right, minutes. who else can I get? Let's have a look. Very <laughs>
2: How are we doing, Paul? You alright? How
4: are
0: you? Well, could be better,
4: as well, always. The game was five hours ago, have you not got over it yet?
0: No, it's uh, actually remembering that, to be honest.
4: So, what went wrong? Come on. Well, apart from the football chat, we've just we've done shoplifting. Yeah, we've done shoplifting. Yeah, got got a couple of whispers for nothing, like you know. But uh, Ian here, he's uh, he's nicked that many fridge magnets from service (laughs) (laughs) stations. He's he's actually now going to have to nick his mama fridge to put (laughs) them (laughs) up. And the freezer. Yeah, fucking fridge freezer. (laughs) Uh, Absolute garbage that today. So is, are we is. blaming players or manager yeah. I don't like to don't like to put the blame at anyone's doorstep but it it's a bit of both to be honest Right, so you, to, well for somebody who doesn't like to put the blame anyway you just put it in two places that takes some doing yeah I'm a greedy bastard though aren't yeah. I? of course you fucking
3: are
4: oh the manager's copping for it anyway let's go and, let's go and deal with the real big issue of the day what are them... I've not seen them toffees for ages. Don't,
3: so, don't.
4: don't like them. I've, I've managed to get something far, far better than them.
5: Don't like
4: suppositories. Anyway, the, the big question of today was, uh, in if they were all still alive, in what order would we burn the travelling Wilburys? That's been... <laughs> so, did we settle Do did, did we answer it? It's
6: we
3: uh...
4: Roy Orbison because he wouldn't he'd be he'd be he he'd
3: he'd pointless,
6: pointless
4: saving him to see the others suffer because he's blind So see he's him, already it. dead though isn't, isn't
6: really? he I'm sure he was I don't think he was he's now. already
4: dead no no if he were alive did you not get the the bit about them oh they've if got to they they be alive was, well no if they were it was hypothetical in fact the
6: whole thing was to be fair but Tom Tom Petty he'd be the first, first one. First yeah, you, yeah. he'd had fucking petrol all over him uh, okay. yeah. who would you say then let's do first and last 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 Er, uh, the shit beetle. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't... Do him look. who did oh. that Hare Krishna okay. song, is that him? Yeah. yeah oh, um George Harrison. That's the shit beetle, I'm guessing. Well, yeah. i have an opinion on... It's the all shit, world, there, really, won't it? I'd have kept
4: me yellow, follow me. Oh, you like him. Yeah, he's all right, yeah. yeah I, kept him. All I still burnt him, but I kept him till <laughs> last... Um uh game it wasn't great was it? Well, what what score was it? Uh, you know, it was I've uh, <laughs> no fucking idea. didn't you know someone's just reminded me it was actually 3 2, not 3 one. 1. Yeah, is yeah. It? yeah we got beat 3 2. You're
2: having
6: a Chinese at that time, you Yeah, I just wanna give Brighton's away and credit for selling Chinese the during the second half the lager was shite but I did find a bar that, is that sold worst side is the pint you've ever had inside a football ground the a pint of lager yeah the ground? it was fucking awful
7: yeah
6: I, I said to the, the barmaid I went it's dead that and she said it was in a coma when I give it you <laughs> 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 but um, and then he went downhill from there really hmm. Shit, um, shit, shit ale, and we was fucking white. Shit ale, shit performance, yeah, yeah. shit everything. Absolutely, until Bobby got, and Jeff. And, but, until we got back on the bus. Uh, yeah, and it's all, got, it's all been all right since so then. The I just want to say, I've had Vladimir Klitschko ringing me yeah, up as well. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
6: You, well, you know, you, you know, he rang you at half two in the morning, at, didn't he? He did ring me at half two, offering me tickets for his comeback fight against yeah. Dylan White. <laughs> <laughs> but because um, <laughs> I didn't ring him back he's rang me twice tonight he's rang me more I, I, than twice I, 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 has it? yeah uh, about five times he's right, rang me tonight five, yeah, yeah Well, I, Are I, you, uh, I think have I, we got these tickets? well I've sorted it out he said
7: ringside
6: ringside but at the bar near ringside so um, <laughs> he's got us ten I think yeah I don't know if you can run a bus for that or Maybe, or yeah, I'll, maybe maybe so, even yeah. a little one yeah. or something yeah, yeah. He said it's at Wembley yeah is this legit? yeah <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Well, yeah he, he, quite
7: an aggressive air sales campaign.
6: Right? Yeah, yeah, I, no, I didn't like been, to he, say no, really. He's Well, he's given you first dibs four right, times. Right, exactly, yeah, so fair play to him, you know what I mean?
8: Who is it? Dylan
4: White is yeah. Um Ned, you're a bit of a connoisseur of these things. The bear in the ground.
8: The what? The bear in the ground. The worst pint I've ever had in my life. It's How many did you have? Closet only two
3: <laughs>
8: <laughs> no i genuinely only had two of them then we went and got the heineken from the other side because that was it was vinegar and 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 just, like we, just the worst thing ever yeah and and, and in classic
1: <laughs>
8: but in classic southern style they'll still charge you four pound sixty for it I fucking hate everything. Hate everything north of... Um, everything north of Whitefield. <laughs> uh, south of Whitefield. Yeah, right. I was going to say, Come yeah. on, on, what? It's going well, this. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got to take this
6: torpedo out. I've what What
7: a minute. What a minute.
6: Yeah, once I found the cider bar, things went all right then. Yeah, yeah. And that wasn't I'm that bad. Uh, uh, are
7: map, these sweets? Dude. Yeah, I do want one. <laughs> uh, Matt, he
6: talked to me on the game.
7: It was awful, wasn't it? That's it's what it's, it's been, been coming. I don't really know why anyone's surprised, because yeah. it's, it's been coming. It's on this it's fucking first almost. away game. Well, right. Yeah, exactly, but Some look at the away games last season. We've not improved. it coming since last season. Yeah but we've not improved the team over the summer so why would it be any different now spend 56 million on fucking Fred <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell yeah <laughs> do, do you know I, I don't I ain't going to judge I ain't going to judge him on two games Neil Diamond
1: <laughs> yeah
7: I ain't going to judge him on two games but the, the name doesn't inspire you and uh, yeah he's not, he's not been good so far but do you know what I will, what I will say because I do try at least he's positive he does try and get the ball and go forward But
4: you're not going to judge him after two games but it looks like everybody Everybody else, he's getting judged
1: after two,
7: and I, and, I, and I think I'm still right. <laughs> no, well, no, because you got players in there who've been there for years and who's still doing the same shit. So that's why I'm not going to judge Fred is after two any games pull on the pitch today. Do you know what today, though, he looked like? I he looked, say, he looked yeah. like a player that was new to English football because he had about 10 minutes on the ball every time he, he got it. So World. Well, exactly, yeah. So he's got to learn. If some better players around him,
6: maybe he'd bed in a little better. He's got to learn quick
7: that he can't. The, the penalty, I think it was, he lost it He lost it for the, <laughs> the penalty, and that kind of summed it up. He Keith thought, on he, thought he had about
6: 15 minutes <laughs> on the And Fred and And Brian. Yeah
7: but no he thought he had about 15 minutes who was it who, was it who once said
4: that? they wanted the Welsh League and the Scottish 3rd or 4th division to merge so, or have a joint cup competition so Keith could play Barry in a game of football <laughs> I think it was Danny I can't remember who it was um,
7: oh, it wasn't, it couldn't, no I think it was Danny Baker, um, Danny Baker. right are you blaming um, God A a trickling down process from glazers to Woodward to Mourinho to players. Yeah, I'll I'll have to get who you
6: blaming. Mourinho. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm blaming Thatcher. Drew. God. God. Thatcher's dead. You can't blame her for today's performance Left a legacy. (laughs) True enough. Yeah.
8: Then I'm blaming Vladimir Klitschko.
4: Right, um, what does he do to sort it then? I think he, he, he he's got Tottenham to coming fair, up, is it Tottenham next or Burnley next?
8: It's Tottenham next week and to be fair in the last week I think he's, he's been far more positive than he, he's become the manager I thought we were going to get two years ago I think his, his interviews, the, the way he's talked about City and the documentary and everything else I think he's been brilliant, um, that's why today was such a disappointment yeah, Would you rather
4: he'd like, not said a word
8: on the documentary and beat Brighton? Well, that's what I thought we were teeing up for. Yeah, I know what you mean. But, yeah, he's I've going in a game. Yeah, I thought, that's,
1: well, that's fucking smash it? these. two what games so far is- this season have just been last season. That's what it's been. Shit, play shit and win. Play someone shit and lose. That, it's just exactly we, the same as last season. The it, we, 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 we'll thing out is, out
7: them, it, we? we were outplayed for most of the game last week against Leicester. Because it was Friday, the World Cup. But usual suspect... I mean, again, Lukaku, 0-0. Because at first game, you know... You know <laughs> Yeah, First game, United-Brighton, first goal was always going to score it He goes clean through, he's got an easy chance, nil-nil, he scores that, that was woeful, that was the, Yeah, United win the game If United were 4-0 up, he probably puts that in the corner But that's kind of Lukaku's career When, when you ought to put a gloss on a result, he'll get a goal When you really need him, but he is, goes is missing right. he, he was, He's been banging on all about he
4: needs centre-halves yeah? He, yeah. Two centre-halves that started today, he fucking signed
7: Yeah, well, Lindelof's just woeful, full stop. He's shy. There's no getting away from him. Baye is a decent defender. He's just positionally awful and he's got a mistake in him every game. How does that make him a decent fucking defender then? I know, yeah, that's why he's decent. Exactly. But still, for the past eight years, our best defender at the club has been Phil Jones and it still remains him and his best partner's Chris Small and it still remains. So the, the, the problem is that Smalling and Jones are still our best partnership. And despite all the defenders that have come in under Van (laughs) Haal, well said, Andy. All the defenders that have come in under Van Haal and Mourinho, we still, Ferguson's two defenders that he bought initially to replace Ferdinand and Vidic are still our best options. That's a lot of the problem That's
0: pretty bad, Do you reckon
7: reckon the manager's going to ride this out? No. He'll be gone by Tuesday.
3: <laughs> you
6: said it was Pogba's last game today as well. Probably is. You reckon Might be but he as well. Pogba is, does look like he, he, yeah, he'd he like just stressed game. it,
1: doesn't he? By November,
7: we'll be 10th and they'll be gone. I, I said I like, that. If yeah, so I was a yeah, betting man, I, that's
1: I, what I put I, on. By November, we'll be 10th temp- <laughs> million miles of place, and he will go. I
2: think to get relegated and go to the Championship and drink a lot. Might am struggling bad.
3: to see the yeah. downside here, yeah. to be fair with you. Um,
4: I just think the clubs are shambles from top to bottom, to be honest. It just reeks of
6: no-one's got a fucking clue what they're doing. So I just don't know where we go, but enjoy well, well, it there's no all the time. One plus point, you can apply for the away tickets on the app instead of fucking about with that shit website. <laughs> you can't, you don't let
7: me fucking, do not let me log in. Does it not? No. So even like that Welcome
4: like, anyway. to the podcast sponsored by the IT Club. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, um, it's very refreshing hearing people going on about the club being a shambles and it's two. people who've been drinking since 8 o'clock this morning. People who've just fucking shoplifted a load of fucking stuff
5: from the fucking
4: services. And you were spotted. And, yeah, and, well, I wasn't. I paid for my goods. Um... Anyway, right... Um, I mean, no, I didn't buy them. No, no, it's no. Rotten, no. I'll show you what I've got in a minute. <laughs> I
0: love it. One of them, is it? I
4: didn't only that <laughs> um, right, well, Last thing to wrap this up, this absolute mess up. Um, I told him it was
6: a bad idea. Um, what does he do? Uh, he's got to get a win against Tottenham now, hasn't he? It, that's fucking going to be tough, to be fair, I think. Tottenham are going to go into town a bit like when Ferguson used to play and just come in and go, lads, it's Tottenham. Pochettino or just come in and call vads <laughs> United <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get swatted 4-0 there you go and on that bombshell uh, to be I fair been, we generally win at Old Trafford
8: don't we <laughs> no, that it. Not anyway, that's not
4: anyway that's it everybody's down. in the mood it's uh, half ten at night and uh, we're off now so uh, there you go but cheers for listening we'll see you next time
8: <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet. We offer the best available odds on a United win as well as a host of special bets created by Reds. With half our net profits being donated to United supporters groups, Red Army Bet is about fans, by fans, for fans. Check out our website, redarmybet.com or download the app, Red Army Bet. We all follow United.